0: Well, hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul, the space to deepen your inner awakening and activate your highest expression. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, and I'm so grateful that you are taking the time to tune in. If you are brand new to Fire and Soul, welcome. It's not lost on me that you have found Fire and Soul, and if you are at that very beginning stage of your path of awakening, I want to offer some words of encouragement and love because I've been there, and it's to trust the clarity will come. Trust. And if you've been on the path for a minute, I'm so grateful to be walking the path in this way with you and to be in this kind of a conversation where we are tuning all the way in and learning, yes, about the world and learning ourselves and and really being able to understand and integrate that connection of reflection, right? Especially now as I'm hopping on The mic after having just led the soul essence retreat in the midst of everything going on in Israel and all of that and, and us, you know, doing some really deep, beautiful work together as a sisterhood and, uh, taking a look at any place where we are seeing war on the external and evil on the external, like really getting present to where is there a resonance within And there isn't always, but there definitely is in moments. And it's those parts of ourselves that when we can bring uh, ourselves into reconciliation instead of saying, you know, that's not me or I could never do that or think that or say that or behave that way, we do all the time just in ways in which uh, we have deemed acceptable and or dismissive or quite frankly, some of us are just flat out delusional Um, in our ability to truly see ourselves. And so that said, I have profound appreciation for the courage that it takes to be human and the willingness and the honesty that it takes to truly evolve and to grow and to pull ourselves out of the depths of despair and darkness and shadow and to do the real work so that we can return to wholeness and harmony within. And that is ultimately at the heart of what we are doing here with the different, you know, luminaries and leaders that I believe are fully self-actualized, that I bring onto the show and or anything that I like to share with you because I oftentimes teach from my transparency and so today what I wanted to come on and it'll be a bit of a brief one is is just to share some of the potent insights as a result of guiding the soul essence retreat literally I just came home from that experience a few hours ago and it was four days up in this beautiful villa in Malibu overlooking the coastline so Malibu all the way like we could see as far as to like Palos Verdes which um is like the whole sort of necklace, if you will. So it goes, you know, Malibu, Palisades, Santa Monica, Venice, and then beyond. And it's just this beautiful coastline. And we got to be up for sunrise and... It was an absolutely stunning property with the most lush verdant landscaping I I remember seeing in a very, very long time. There was a butterfly garden and it was just so wholly alive. And so it was incredibly nurturing for the work that we were doing at the Soul Essence Retreat and and in essence <laughs> is um the soul essence retreat is something that i i just started i mean i was running the rose women retreats with a co-facilitator before that i ran the fire sisters retreats i think we did 3 of those with also co-facilitators and then years ago i ran uh experiences i don't think i called them retreats but like day long experiences uh called urban circle and we would do like high and low ropes courses and adventure training and learning about team building and and all of that was really, really cool. So to be here now and, and to be on my own path of awakening and to be working with so many women in such a deep capacity, it just felt really honoring of the evolution. Mm-hmm. And so part of uh, the process was to bring a photo uh, to the retreat. So that was in and of itself quite a journey for a lot of the women to try to find a photo of themselves somewhere between like maybe two to maybe seven years old where you are in your unbridled joy. So just laughing, smiling, playing, dancing, whatever that was just to be, uh, yeah, being able to visibly see the, the joy of a divine inner child, right? That's before the world has told us who we need to be or who we should be, or actually who we are. So a deep remembrance, um, still in that energetic that it was, it, it was clear, right? Impalpable palpable from these photos, but even for some of the women to find that one photo that would embody or represent, uh, the task or the, the assignment, the soul work assignment, was very uh, confrontational for that. I have deep honoring and reverence for that part of the journey because I remember feeling the same way and saying to my mom, there's not a single photo of me from my childhood where I'm smiling, where I'm joyful. And she was like, that's just not true. So we found the one and I love it so much. Uh, and if we're not connected on social, let's definitely get connected because we're, we're doing a whole sort of, um, art project around present day, you know, woman with our little girl photo, um, a side by side sort of thing. And so if we're not connected, I invite you to to definitely connect. Um, I'm everywhere at Michelle Sorrow because I want to be sharing that soon. And maybe it will inspire you to do something similar. But nevertheless, um, I found that photo. And then my mom assured me that there are many other photos. And so we're going to go on an adventure and go uh, treasure hunting for that. Those additional photos sometime very soon. But um, so first night, it was really about just getting present with our little girl, right? And the essence of her truth and her divine beingness. You know, she wasn't trying to prove anything at that point. There was still such innocence in her purity and in her holiness. And And so then that reveals our gifts, right? Like, so when we're fully in our authentic power and our truth, what were those qualities? What were some of those traits that were exuding out of these photos? And so therein lies the access point to the gifts that each and every one of us had been bestowed that are uniquely ours, And I know I talked about this even just a couple of weeks ago about learning to access and align and activate your gifts. And oftentimes we dismiss or we deny and we're like, that's just no big deal. That's just who I am, right? And yet that's just who I am is the ticket. That's the key. That's the gateway. That's it. That's just who I am. But most of us have been a bit hardened by life and life experiences. And so the protective you know, shell and armor and mask has come on. And for some of us, it has been nearly impossible for most moments to just be willing to just let down. And so that was the invitation in essence. And I don't want to give too much away because I'll be leading another one coming up in the spring of 24. Uh, It was just such a beautiful experience and it was so enriching and so deeply nourishing on every level. Um, there's a lot more that that can be done with this type of a retreat. So deeply nourishing, I know I mentioned, but this isn't like hanging in the shadow work. That's important. It didn't go uh, unrecognized. Uh, we definitely had profound breakthroughs and um, I don't want to say breakdowns, but like, you know, that would probably be what some would say, but it was basically like a Allowing for what needed to come to the surface, what needed to be heard, and allowing for what needed to be revealed as an access point for restoration into our wholeness and the harmony and the the oneness and the unity that is always present and always available. So the journey of the weekend was was that it was like getting back in touch with our true gifts our soul's gifts which is our soul's essence. And then how do we work with those gifts and bring it into, like bridge it, integrate it in to our real life, present day time and life and season as an embodiment and basically the springboard, the foundation to go into full on activation so that we know for sure that we are living in our Dharma, in our soul's purpose. Now, I've said this many times, but I feel like it's worth repeating because I know we have a lot of new listeners. And for me, purpose is not the, the world of old self help, which is the purpose that is taught in that space around it has to do with how you make your money or, you know, associated with how you earn your livelihood. That may be the case for you, but for me, it feels very much like. Our gifts are how we're showing up in every given moment. So our gifts are in the present. And can we be fully present and fully engaged? And um, allowing our gifts to be expressed in the present moment, in the now, for me, that is the whole point of being on the planet. Now, there is obviously some deep inner work and the unlocking that sometimes is required to feel into our gifts, which is yes, by going into the shadow work. But I also feel like the last three years have been so dark and so, so heavy and so intense. And also with everything going on right now, that just feels extra heightened and certainly an awareness around it. Right. Um, that I just, I felt really called to have this space that I was facilitating solo be more like feeling held, by the divine, feeling held by mother earth and nature herself. So there was a lot of putting our hands and bare feet onto the earth, uh, walking trails, foraging to build an earth altar, spending, excuse me, time at the beach and really soaking up all of those energetics And weaving them into um, our way of being so that we can bring that buoyancy, that love, that light, that abundance, and that divine magnetism into our everyday lives. It was nothing short of magical. However, there were some interesting things that happened. One of those was definitely me sharing and i know i've shared it here many many times is learning how to tune into the various elements right like into that multidimensional awareness of life on earth and so going beyond yes our our humanness and our earthly plane uh, existence. So there's that moving into the quantum field and into the energetics of that The Claire's turning on. So um, learning how to feel and to hear and to see uh, and to know in different ways, in different realms, as well as picking up cues, signs, symbols, and synchronicities from nature and from all of life herself. And so I know I've spoken about, for example, my very favorite book, which is uh, written by Alison Charles called Animal Power, 100 Animals to Energize Your Life and Awaken Your Soul. Allison Charles is a shaman and um, she wrote this book with the power animals when they Uh, came to her during a morning meditation after she had flown to Bali and uh, signed a publishing deal to write a book on surrender and (laughs) first day of meditation sat down and all the animals showed up in her vision and said, you're not writing that book. You're going to write this book and we're going to write it with you. You're going to allow for it to come through you totally a shock to her. And this book is just so profound. So I'll link to it in the show notes, but I'm always, I, I seem to reference it a lot. I know I've given it away to probably at least 30 different people that I care about at this point, And it's just 100% spot on. Hey there, a gentle interruption with a really special invitation for you. This is a beautiful bundle exclusive to the Fire and Soul community straight from the 12 Archangels and through Belinda Womack's Spiritual School of Evolution. It's called Wealth, Recreation, and Inner Worth Transformation with the 12 Archangels as well as their guide to creating a new financial reality. If you've experienced yourself in this loop of the financial struggle and stress and lack and scarcity, and you're ready to get out of it and get into alignment with the vibrational set point of true wealth and abundance from within so that you can experience it without, this is the program for you. And by the way, it's so much more than a course or a program. This is an experience. This is a transmission that you will feel activated by, just like I did when I was going through it immediately. And I experienced instant results, yes, in the way of money, and also just an overall sense of well being deep within my soul. And I want you to experience the same and I'm super stoked that we've been given an exclusive killer discount just for Fire and Soul community at more than 50% off. So you can pick this up for $97 instead of the $222 that it would normally retail for. Give yourself this gift, get out of that trap, and get back into alignment directly from source. If this has piqued your curiosity at all, I'm going to highly encourage you to head on over to my website to enroll today, michelle-sorrow.com forward slash true wealth. Enjoy. So that said, um... I remember having conversations even as early as night one of this retreat, you know, because we were all staying at the villa together. It was a big, beautiful Moroccan villa and just absolutely stunning on every level. And um, and also deeply welcoming. It wasn't like out of touch. It felt very accessible and warm and uh, just had such a cozy, but yet sophisticated, elegant, just stunning vibe. And, um, but there was a spider that was crawling on a chair night one and someone kind of jumped and then someone like, you know, that kind of typical reaction. And I was like, oh, let's actually look up and see what, you know, spider medicine has to share because there's going to be an energetic, uh, medicine that's coming through. In other words, learning to notice any sort of power animal on our path, whether it's a spider or a butterfly, or a hummingbird, or a snail, or a lizard, or a hawk in the sky, and that'll make more sense in a moment. But there's no mistake in any of this. And once we can at least get present to, I mean, provided you're not in danger, right? Which most of the times we're not. So getting present to first, like, okay, I'm safe. So what else could this mean? And so I carry Power Animal with me almost everywhere I go. And if I don't have the book that I actually have the card deck. So I bought those as well. And so when I link to this in the show notes, you will be able to pick up either or both if you feel called most do by the way. And it's incredible. When you read the reviews, you're like, holy smokes, it's like perfect five-star reviews and they're endless anyway. Um, so a spider jumped out and it was like, oh my gosh, you guys, this is so perfect. Cause I work with spider medicine quite a bit and, um, and that's all around weaving our gifts into action and so there's a whole beautiful power practice and process around that that i have done in my altar work and and various other uh journal times and so that was the first time as a collective within maybe one hour of us opening up our intention ceremony of getting uh just just having an awareness of what other things could mean and how deeply we are always being guided always being guided. And so that was perfect medicine for uh, the first hour of us coming together. And there were so many of those examples. It just goes on and on, including there was a pet monkey that that was a bit exotic. So I don't know the story there, but it was in a glass, beautiful glass container, three-story like um, container uh, cage, I guess, but it didn't feel like a cage. It was, it was quite fancy, but, um, you know, what a caretaker that came in every day and just fed it its plate of food, but like clearly monkey was important for us, right. To get present to. And so without going into the detail of monkey, I want to get to my point, but my bigger point, but, um, so already the conversation was being, uh, presented as an invitation to just get curious about, well, the next day, Uh, Well, keep in mind too, we are all learning to get present to our true gifts, not the gifts we wish we had, but the gifts that we actually have in our unbridled joy right before we had been conditioned to behave or to comply or to be a certain way that maybe wasn't as natural to our innate truth. And then of course, it would lead us into the embodiment of these gifts. And then how do we put that into action, into expanded, lit up leadership that's so on purpose with our soul's gifts. Okay. So Friday, the very next day we decide, well, it's planned, but we are taking a road trip to um, a very famous beach in Malibu called El Matador beach. And it's, it's like the most famous tourist site to be honest. I had never been there and I've lived in LA for like forever, uh, for over 30 years, but I knew that I wanted to take them to like a, just a stunning spot for them to just capture photos and yeah, just to see the land and the ocean meet. And it was just, it was such a beautiful picturesque place. And we went at sunset. So it was stunning, a stunning time to go. And the weather was insane because LA and especially the beach areas, in October, this is where, uh, most people don't realize, but Southern California gets an Indian summer. So we could, we could be in the high seventies, low eighties, uh, at the coastline in October, which is exactly what this was. Not to mention it was the new moon in Libra, which is all around new beginnings. So all of this was planned and I was very excited to bring this retreat to life and extremely grateful for the women who decided to be there and to fly in from all around the country. So we're caravanning in three different cars packed, um, with us women. And I'm leading, you know, the way on PCH highway one, getting up to Malibu from the villa. And when we finally arrive and we park, we're waiting for the third car to park. They all kind of, you know, get out, pile out. And they're like, you're not going to believe what just happened. And it was like, what, what? And they're like, a hawk was flying above Mila. Our uh, one of our guests and photographers' cars, and all of a sudden it took a dive bomb dive dive bomb, I think it's dive bomb right into the car and like it hit her windshield. And it completely like, you know, destroyed the car, by the way, the weight and the impact of this hit was so strong and obviously the Hawk wasn't going to make it. So they were going about 40 miles an hour and, um, they could tell the Hawk, you know, had, yeah, uh, not made it, but they kept going and they just wanted to get to the parking lot destination. But there was obviously a lot of kind of being shook up and, you know, oh my gosh. And then Mila, it was a brand new car. She'd only had it for two weeks. And so there was a lot of that of like, I can't believe this happened and, and some upset and, and some just like, int- it was just an interesting energetic. And then I hear about it and I walk up, walk up and I'm like, Hawk, are you guys familiar with what Hawk Hark energy is? <laughs> And they were like, no, but there was one person who was, and although I I can't remember if she was actually in Mila's car, to be honest. So my friend Dawn, she's been working with Hawk Energy Medicine for several months now. So she was aware to some degree, but again, I don't remember if she was in the car, So I said, okay, hold up. So I know that this is serious. I'm so grateful for that. That everyone is okay. Poor Hawk, you know, definitely, uh, had a sacrifice in this because if we, if we just allow ourselves just even temporarily to get curious about Hawk energy medicine, and the fact that we are all here gathered together in this time and space at this retreat for just four days together, right? This unique kaleidoscope of humans known as us to access our divine gifts and activate them into the world so that we are in alignment with our soul's purpose. I cannot wait to get back to the villa and to read to you Hawk. So then we do photos and we're hanging out and we're meditating and playing in the water and doing all the things. And it was just absolutely amazing. So we get back to the villa and I open it up and I just want to read a little bit. Okay. So in essence, there are always some main themes. So this is Hawk, spiritual remembrance, bigger picture, focus, visionary. When to work with me is written on the page. When you're, when you are tired of dimming your inner light, when you're ready to take steps to align your life with your soul's purpose on earth, when you need to stay focused, when you want relief, when you want to activate psychic abilities. Now there's a whole bunch of other energy medicine around this, but it's in essence, it's like, I am your friend in lovingly amplifying your psychic abilities. So be more observant and aware of the messages. Is being sent to you now. Prepare yourself for your leadership on this planet. It is time. Uh, I am a reminder that you are ready to fly higher than ever before. I help you remember why you incarnated in this life. And I am your guide for connecting you to your soul's original intention. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And then there is a power practice. And I just want to read a little bit of this. And it's And you can try this on as well, because if this medicine came on so strong for us, and I'm now sharing it with you, perhaps this is also meant for you in its universality. Um, And, or you might end up seeing a hawk in the sky today, or a hawk. I don't know, on a billboard, on a sticker or walking by on the cover of a book. Like it doesn't just have to be in the realm of like real nature, right? It's however it shows up in any power animal, by the way, this is why you're going to want to get the book. Okay. I'm not an affiliate by the way. I just love this book so much. And Alison Charles, the author and shaman, she has confirmed to come on fire and Soul, and We're just trying to sort out that time still. Okay. Power practice. Um, In this practice, you'll gain a wider perspective into your current incarnation on earth. When Hawk shows up in your life, you must look with a keen eye at what truths are revealing themselves to you. If you're working with Hawk medicine, it's important to pause and view your life and relationships from a newer, wider, bigger perspective. I mean, it's the essence of the entire retreat. Get your journal and pen out, then... Close your eyes and go back in time before you were born in this life. Envision flying up in the cosmos above our planet with an enormous hawk. Call on hawk to help you connect to the reasons you decided to incarnate on earth in this life. Ask hawk, why did I decide to incarnate in this lifetime? Why, what did I come to earth to learn? Why did I come to earth to share my gifts and be of service? Listen to Hawk's wisdom, then envision climbing onto Hawk's back as it flies you from cosmos back down to your earthly body and experience. Open your eyes, journal about what you learned during your cosmic flight with Hawk. Now I find this so profound because here we were accessing our gifts by, by revisiting an actual image and not trying to remember, because if we try to remember certain things, time distorts and deletes truth. And we can't hide from the truth that's actually visible in a photo, even if there were circumstances around that photo that weren't as pretty or might've been even really, really difficult to endure. Most of us have those in our past, right? But there's a moment in time where we were fully embodied in our joy, in our laughter, in our freedom, in our sovereignty. And so then to look at Hawk making such a divine um, entrance. I mean, I know that Hawk gave its life and maybe some of you are like, oh, come on. Like that was just, you know, the way that it went and it, and it maybe it didn't even have this meaning, but where I am in life, I have just seen so much over these past two plus years in the midst of my own awakening that I'm no longer willing to say it's all just a coincidence. The more that I tune in to the snail that's trying to scale a wall, right? where I live or on the street or on the sidewalk when I'm doing my morning walk with my pup, Samson, like there's just no mistaking any of it. It's all synchronistic. And when we can start to notice that our angels, our divine team, our guides, the animals, mother nature, all of it is providing guidance and wisdom and energy medicine to support us on our path. Life gets so magical and mystical. You will never experience a mundane moment ever again, or at least I can't imagine that you would because it just becomes this never ending treasure hunt, like what we were talking about earlier. And so just getting fascinated and curious and childlike in our wonder and like looking for the ways in which everything is interconnected and allowing that to be the aid in your energy, right? And, and to help you come back to the present moment, which is where all of our power and our peace and our gifts reside. And so that's what I wanted to share with you. And I hope that even that power practice, you take it on, we will consider that as the spiritual ritual for today's solo episode, but there's just so much magic awaiting you. There's so much support and divine abundance that is available to you. All we have to do is allow ourselves to get present in the now, to see it, to really see our lives and to tune all the way in to the messages that are always available to us. And that is my deepest prayer for all of us because life is so beautiful. Yes. Even now, especially now, I hope that you got some value from this. I'm sending you all the love in the world and, Oh, I am also opening up. I just opened it up and a few seats are already gone. It's a brand new mastermind called the Magnetic Creator Mastermind, and this is for anyone, women that have a creative vision on your heart that you just haven't put out into the world. It could be a book, it could be a program, it could be a podcast, it could be a course, a workshop, a creative endeavor that just feels really juicy and alive and very much you on on every level. But you haven't done it because of all the things, right? What would others think? What if I'm not good enough? I don't have the time. The procrastination, which is just fear in disguise, shows up. Well, allow me to be your guide, and we will. Well, the intention is to kick off, well, we're kicking off in January, and to have your creative endeavor shared with the world by summer, uh, which is when we wrap up the six month immersion. So, if this piques your curiosity, I'm going to encourage you to head on over to Michelle Dasso.com, and it's under Experiences, and it's called Magnetic Creator mastermind. And it would be such an honor to serve you inside this incredible container. All right, my loves, enjoy the rest of your day. And I will be back next week with Lee Harris. I'm so excited to bring that to you. All right, take care. Thank you for listening to Fire & Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.